1: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
0: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Let's take a look at the current situation before we look ahead. The U.S. lost 20.5 million jobs in April, lifting the unemployment rate to 14.7%. The highest since the great depression it was three and a half percent two months ago the little girl with a curl right when she's good she's very very good our employment situation and when it's bad it's very very bad but we've started opening up this week it's been a story on national news every single night did Georgia open too soon? Is Michigan in an opening up correctly? What's going to happen in California when they open up? There's question after question after question. But we're starting to do the opposite of, like, let's shut down the restaurants. Let's shut down the hotels. Let's shut down the airlines. Uh, let's see flight capacity at 10% of us where it was a year ago. Like Now we're starting to get into more of the nitty-gritty on the job side, right? I think employment's worse than it looks. I think we move we, it gets worse before it gets better. If we were to go at a 16%, 17 18%, I think that would be about right, seeing that states are now grappling with massive budget uh, holes, of which I think California said yesterday to the tune of about $56 billion deficit when we were about break-even for the year going in, and that happened in, in two months. I have to imagine there's going to be some layoffs. So, I think employment is worse than it looks, and I think it's going to trend worse than it looks. Now, with 14.7% unemployment, you can't possibly be reelected, can you? Well, you can if the economy is strong. Well, the economy is not strong now. The big question is, as we start moving into the future of reopenings and retesting and reflating our economy... is going to be a lot tied towards politics and who's going to be better for the economy over the next four years. It may make, you may go, Trump is the worst pandemic president ever. And you may also say he's probably going to be better for the stock market and the economy and I'm 10 years away from retirement. So I want that one. That's tend to, that tends to be how it goes. It's almost disappointing and discouraging When you learn that more people voted in the American Idol final in the last year of the presidential election than voted in the presidential election. But it is what it is. I'm not getting political. I just work with what I got. Study shows that hydrochloroquine does not lower the risk of death for coronavirus patients. Nor does injecting bleach save your life either. You drink a little bli bleach. I'm not going to go into that. I actually studied bleach in college. It was the chemical compound uh, that I wanted to study the most in a uh, chemistry class. And I know it's not a chemist- chemical compound, but it's got chemical compounds in it, right? Do you know, it was, bleach once was considered like a miracle? Um, Back in the days of the Wild Wild West where you drink out of well water, you put a little bit of bleach in that well water and it cleans the other thing right up and you don't get the old scurvy or you don't get the ringworms or whatever dirty water gave you. I know dirty water didn't give you scurvy, but I'm just saying it gave you scurvy because it makes a good story. Shanghai Disneyland tickets sold out in minutes. So Disney learned, yes, we did the right thing by shutting down Disneyland in China. Yes, we did the right thing by California, even though we don't want to do it. Florida, too. You weren't going to let the people of Florida die, were you? Well, we were thinking about it. That's not a good idea. So Shanghai gets shut down, and when it reopens, sold out. Now, there's limited capacity, but I think that has to be a good thing for the V-shape idea on companies like Disney. Maybe even the V-shape, I don't know, do you want to extrapolate it to cruises? Do you want to strap it later to hotels or do you want to say Disney's brand is so freaking Mickey Mouse oriented and Cinderella and it's so ingrained in our society? I know millennial women who are 25 who have a child are like, who's Cinderella? I'm not going to show my child some video of a woman being enslaved and working from home to find her true prince and that only a man can save her. I know. It seems like the brand is stuck, stuck pretty good with Disney, though. But, like, for instance, Mattel. Not so much with Barbie. No one wants their kids to play with Barbies, but still wants their kids to be princesses. And I know that because I know a 25-year-old millennial who had a daughter, and she dressed her up as Ariel. The, wasn't, she a, wasn't she a mermaid princess? Which doesn't quite work. So Trump's going to have an interesting weekend, because now we're starting to shift of... We don't really care how many people die. We're good with it. It's over 70,000, less than 200,000. We're good with it. Wall Street can digest that. That sounds weird, especially since maybe people we know are going to die going forward. But Wall Street's moved on to Trump and China. Wall Street's moved on to Trump and the reopening of the economy. It feels like, to me, the NASDAQ's at a yearly high. Uh, Not at a yearly high, excuse me. They're positive for the year. That doesn't seem to make any sense. It shows that we started off January and February strong. We were melting up. But it also shows you that we recovered that bear market faster than any other bear market's ever been recovered. But we also went into it faster than any other bear market. So President Trump says he's going to soon make an announcement regarding the World Health Organization. He does not believe China created COVID-19, but he expects it was some kind of accident. That's kind of wishy-washy. If it was a lab in China that accidentally created it, didn't China create it? I'm just putting the pieces together like Matlock. I know you're saying you've been in quarantine way too long if you're watching Matlock. I've been in quarantine way too long. Uh, president Trump believes the virus overrides progress on the China trade deal, but he has not decided what to do with China. The president said he will probably be tested for COVID antibodies soon. He is tested negative for the virus. As of yesterday, one of his staffers, they say, got ridiculously close to him for a day with COVID. All my Democrat friends are like, cough on him, cough on him, cough on him. All my Republican friends are like, get, get plastic on him, get plastic on him. For the record, I've come up with a new business model. Tell me if I'm a genius or not. I'm going to call it the COVID cape. It's going to replace the face mask. And when we get back into society, we're going to walk around like Dracula. Remember how Dracula put his elbow up to his nose? And he would drag the cape slowly behind him and he goes, I want to suck your blood. Now, the sucking blood's not a good idea during time of COVID. But a cape, I kind of like it. The COVID cape. I'll be rocking one this weekend. Tap me on my shoulder and win ten thousand dollars. Joe Biden's campaign. Um gets COVID testing if they want it. (laughs) That's kind of nice, so says President Trump. President Trump believes states like California can move faster towards reopening, but he thinks Governor Gavin Newsom has been very responsible in conversations he's had with them. Lot going on this weekend. A lot of China talks, I think of remember in the good old days when the stock market was at all-time highs and we're talking about U.S.-China trade wars. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Royal Caribbean's giving an update. $38 stock due to the suspension of sailings. Booking trends reflect elevated cancellations for 2020 and more typical levels for 2021. Although still too early in the booking cycle. But that has to be positive news to them that People in Shanghai wanted to go back and vacation close to each other. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. That was the fastest 30-10 I've ever heard in life. Uh, You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Markets are up big on bad news. Where do we digest this news on Monday? Question, question, question. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Boeing CEO Dave Calhoun says 737 Max Factory will come back online this month. That stock is moving higher. If that stock could kind of sets any sort of trend, the Dow will hit all-time highs. It's a big component of the Dow. Um, The NASDAQ is positive for the year. We're up for the day across the board on bad news. Unemployment rate hitting 14.7%. The bar is really, really low. After a dismal job report, when we start talking about People going back to work. If we start seeing the flattening of the curve, the curve, the plane, the plane, if we start seeing the flattening of the curve in job losses. But again, this has been so fast, it's tough to reckon that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm starting to see some downgrades on companies. Like, for instance, um, one analyst is downgrading Square today. It's had a big run, significantly outperformed since touching its low on March 20th. Cash app continues to surge in the first quarter, driving positive sentiment, Challenge environment among small and medium-sized businesses, restaurants, and retailers. So Square starting to get a downgrade after having a big run. I like MasterCard. I like Visa. I can make a case for PayPal. Square, it starts getting a little bit wonky for me, all in the similar processing world. Uber is getting some love today after basically saying, yeah, we shouldn't be as worth as much as we were because ride sharing's not going to be as worth much. People are going to feel a little bit freaked out about getting in a car where you don't know the guy who got in the car before you. So Uber is in the news today. Um, they got some love. They lost, but they didn't lose as badly. It's better to love than not love at all. They loved, when they lost, they didn't lose. as You get the idea. Uber reported a staggering $2.9 billion um, loss in the first quarter. Its quarterly bookings declined 5.5% for the first time ever. Investors are brushing aside metrics that are instead setting their sights on a gradual recovery of rides. Uber's pushed out profitability a couple more quarters, at least, they've said. Um, they've done some job cuts recently too. Robust results for Uber Eats were anticipated due to the stay at home rules, which have driven demand for food delivery higher. The question now is whether Eats will see a tapering off of growth once restaurants start reopening. There'll be a little bit of that. So Uber's in the news today. Roku's in the news today. Roku had a, they had a nice quarter on a lot of levels. What was disappointing was they didn't say anything about the next quarter's guidance. Now Netflix has. Twilio did. Um why not Roku? Are they just being a little bit more conservative just in case? Wall Street doesn't like that. Wall Street says, What do we not know? Why can't you give us a range that's big like a hula hoop? Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to each calls on the air. Cost cutting is going to be a big thing in the next 60 to 90 days. As companies have gone through a round of layoffs, they will go through another one after a round of cost cutting. You're going to hear more news about that. Companies like Delta and U.S. Uh, and American Airlines are sitting there going, what can we do not to fire 40% of our pilots? We only want to fire 30% or lay off 30%. Sorry, pilots, you're a bad example for this this example, but it is what it is. They got to figure out like can we have one can we get build a robot who could do two baggage workers jobs they got to figure stuff out because the job cuts of the airline industry are going to be robust robusto California identifies nail salons as a source of coronavirus community spread um, I once got my nails done I was on a date with a fine young female and um we're waiting for a mani-pedi or something like that, maybe to a spa, but, man, getting your nails done is, is grotesque. It's hideous. I don't know how people do that. I don't mind the clipping of the nails, but when you start pushing cuticles on their skin, like, that's evil. So, California identifying nail salons as a source of coronavirus community spread. It feels like we're jumping on, but I don't know. I think there's enough blame to go around, but let's circle that group. So, I guess you have a loved one who goes to a nail salon. Uh, maybe don't kiss their toes tonight, if you know what I'm saying. If you know what I'm saying, wink, wink. Hydrochloroquine fails to help hospitalize coronavirus patients in a U.S.-funded study. Good news and bad news. Bad news is our government federal response has been very confusing. And they've put money into testing drugs that probably shouldn't be prioritized. And didn't work. That's good news. On some levels, we know what not to take. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Staffer for Vice President Pence tests positive for coronavirus. Would that be news this weekend? If someone at the White House, big time, got COVID, how would we respond to that? We saw Boris Johnson go through it, UK Prime Minister, and we're like, oh, okay, he didn't die. That's good. Uh, but Trump's had someone close to him in the, this week. Pence has had someone close to him this week. Don, don, dun. The news has nothing to report on. Why not report on these stock markets? The S&P 500 is up 1.2%. The Dow is up 1.5%. The Nasdaq is up 1.1%. On the day the U.S. economy reports the largest jump ever in unemployment claims, not unemployment claims, but in unemployment, the unemployment rate jumps to 14.7%. The stock market rallies? This is why you cannot manage your own money at times, because it doesn't make sense. When bad news is somehow good news. Now I've seen that number. I'm never going to be shocked by 14.7% ever again. Done. Got it. It won't be as shocking. It's like the first time you come up with bad news. Uh, Second time, I've lived through cancer once. I could live through a second time it's This the impact is less it's less shocking i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more make sure you have a good weekend treat your friends and family well don't yell at each other don't stress the markets are doing pretty well they're telling us small recovery at least or something along those lines Pay attention, listen to the show, find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. I saw that the NFL announced their schedule yesterday. They said we will adjust accordingly, but they got some preseason games in there. They got the home games. They have the divisional games. They've got the setup. A couple quirks here and there, but they said we will adjust as need be. If you tell us we could only have 10 fans in the stadium, we'll figure that out. If you tell us we could have 100% fans in the stadiums, we'll figure that out. It seems to be kind of like a great hope for us to look at and go, because I saw the ticket companies, started saying, hey, you want to get tickets to the first Raiders game? Hey, you want to get tickets for the 49ers game? Hey, you want to get tickets to the Super Bowl? So that industry either has blinders on. Maybe that's the best thing to have right now. Let's bring in Tony Mendez, com. It has been an interesting time in the last two months in the stock markets. Most uh, compelling is what's happened in the bond markets. doesn't make us for good radio as it does for stock markets tumbling, stumbling, bumbling. Um, but the 10-year Treasury going to under 1%. We haven't heard a lot from you in the last month. I know you've been busy. Give us a little bit of an update on what you've been up to, Mr. Mendez. Um,
1: good morning. So I mean, you hit it right on the nose. Is, uh, you know, there is turmoil in the stock market, but the, the real estate market has kind of benefited in the sense of, of mortgage rates, uh, purely because of the 10-year bond and you know, just the, the, the cheap money right now. And it's created a lot of demand in real estate, but there's not a lot of inventory. Plus, there's some hurdles that have been created through, you know, the you know the lockdowns and and the way to do business in the real estate market. Um, so there's some, been some changes and some guidelines in the way that Benny May and Freddie Mac have been doing business and putting some restrictions on, on uh, like cash out loans and low credit scores. So so right now it's kind of like. <laughs> haves and have-nots. If you can actually qualify, you can get some of the best rates that are in the market right now. And that is kind of incentivizing um, purchases right now. We did see a big slump in applications across the board uh, in purchase and refinances, and that's picked up significantly over the last few weeks as people are realizing that mortgage business is not dead and real estate's not dead as real estate companies and... um, are adapting to doing business in this kind of environment.
0: So people can still get mortgages at low rates. I've heard from you recently that you're staying really busy, all things considered. Um, you are seeing transactions. It's, it's something you're like viably seeing because I'm on lockdown. I'm seeing kids. <laughs> I'm not seeing much else. I'm seeing a lot of Netflix. I'm not seeing a lot of transactions in business. And uh, just curious on what you're seeing in the, in the foot traffic, so to speak.
1: Well, the foot traffic in refinances is definitely there. People are seeing the low rates. Um You know, and I think some people were intimidated at first because not all lenders were, were offering these low rates. Were, we, we saw some spread differences between one lender and another of up to one point for the same transaction. So it was really frustrating, I, I think, at the beginning for people to figure out where to go. Uh, if they landed at a broker, they probably had a better chance because they used several different lenders and they could figure out which one had the best uh, rate and scenario and guidelines for that borrower. Um, now it's spread into the jumbo market. Uh, who has jumbos? Because they're still there and the rates are decent, but who has them? Who has the non-qualified mortgage arena right now? And how do you qualify? They've lowered a lot of their uh, guidelines for loan-to-value. Their credit scores have gone up. Um, the amount of cash out you can, you know, is going to really hurt your, your rate. So it depends on, that's the most frustrating part about the business is where to go to get your mortgage, but they are out there if you want them.
0: That sounds good. Is there anything else that we need to know? I hear from you refis are doing well, new purchases, a little bit on the weak side. Um, anything else?
1: Well, I mean, I'd like to encourage people to, to to continue looking for houses. If they find the, my philosophy is always, if you find the right house, you are going to want to, you're going to find a way to buy it. The market is there. Um, at the finance housing, um, sorry, the Federal Housing Finance Agency has extended their um, their guidelines on, uh, you know, uh, appraisal, uh, exterior appraisals. Uh, flexibility for borrowers to provide documentation, things like that. So, this round of kind of the mortgage and real estate crisis, we, we were a little wiser this time, and they're, they're, the agencies that have their hand in this are working faster. So, it's out there, and I would not be discouraged.
0: Thanks very much. Tony's done most of my mortgages in the last 25-plus years. He can do your mortgage. He's pretty smart. He's pretty insightful. He is detail-oriented. Now is a good time to know where you stand, refi, and or new home purchase. Contact Tony Mendez at bayarealonesource.com. That's bayarealonesource.com. Thanks, Tony. Um, lower livestock prices are in the news. It's something I've been bringing up for the last two weeks. If you want your bacon, go get your bacon now. You can freeze bacon. Like There could be a possible shortage of beef and pork. It's funny because now when I do my Instacart, I'm like, I wonder who I'm going to have delivered to be. And I'm like, let's do beef and pork just in case. There's a lean where I can't eat. Um, So there's a stockpile mentality, right? When you hear Rob Black say, watch out, bacon and and, and hamburger may go the way of the dodo bird for a little while or may get disrupted. Price volatility has been huge. For feeder cattle, they cost 132 cents 75 a pound. I know you're saying, are you talking commodity futures for me right now? I know, I know. It's sexy, right? Um, they've lost 15% of value after posting four consecutive months of decline. They trade about 6% higher a month to date. Lean hogs. Which, who wants a fat pig, right? You want a lean hog. I know you're saying that's the funniest thing you've said in a month. Lean hogs um, are running about 65 cents a pound. And they're 8% lower this year. So when you start doing the math and you go to the store and you're like, I'll take a rack of baby back ribs or I'll take a slab of bacon, you can kind of see where the, the profits are. Trump is issued an executive order for meat processing plants to remain open after Tyson Foods and Smithfield Foods both announced closures at facilities this week. How long does it take to disrupt us? I don't have an answer, but I can tell you that there's a sign out there that Wendy's has stopped selling hamburger. They'll still sell chicken, but no burger. So Geico contacted me this week and they said, here's $150 back because we know you're not driving as much. Thanks for your business." I think everyone should contact their credit card company because my uh, my Hilton's card, uh, they contacted me and said, "Hey, we know that we used to never say that you can actually use uh, your your card uh, at grocery stores for anything but one percent. That's that's P And I know that's the only reason you've been using it for hotels. So they said, "Hey, we'll give you five percent, five times your your Hilton points. I'm like, or nine times your Hilton points, like woo." Oh, um, I'll take that. Um, you can earn base points. So using your point or using your card at a grocery store versus using it in hotels counts as base points. Now, I don't know how to explain that other than to say they've broadened it and you can now get, um, you know, tier level status points, base points for things that are non-typical. They're making it easier for you to stick with them. Restaurants in your local neighborhood and they'll figure out what your local neighborhood is now qualify for the $250 Hilton resort statement credit benefit, which when you get the card, you're like, well, it's $450. But if you go to one hotel and you get the one night free, it kind of pays for itself. And they're now saying you could use that Hilton food resort credit at any of your local restaurants. And I'm like, that's good PR. Bitcoin futures crossed 10000 Legendary hedge fund manager, Paul Tudor Jones. And if he sounds like an old, stodgy white guy, it's because he's an old, stodgy white guy. Did I throw in rich and Wall Street? He's an old, stodgy, white, rich, white guy. (laughs) Paul Tudor Jones. Um, Old school, old school financial type. Um, he said Bitcoin's up thirty seven percent this year, and I, I like it as a better play on hyperinflation from three trillion dollar stimulus out of the United States. And I've started seeing some of the stimulus plans hit in foreign markets like the UK. They're big, they're not three trillion dollars big. But he's one of those people that thinks inflation's coming, and if he does and if he's right, he thinks cha cha cha, I'm gonna be in Bitcoin. I don't disagree with him. Bitcoin's not my thing, though. DraftKings is a stock you could buy for $11. Right now, there's no baseball. There's no NBA. There's no NHL. There's no golf. There's no college sports. There's nothing that you can gamble on at DraftKings except for maybe ping pong. What a nightmare. If your business is, it needs the NBA, will LeBron score 50 points tonight? Will Rob Black strike out 15 people in Major League Baseball? Will the NHL? Who will win the Stanley Cup? Those are things that people bet on, right? And they're saying this is the best time to bet on us when it's a nightmare for our business because do you think the NBA and the MLB and the NHL and the NFL and golf are going to stay shut down forever? And they, too, are hinting at, like, hey— when states come back on and they're begging us for money, you know they're going to say, hey, you can gamble as much as you want, ladies and gentlemen. Lose your own money. Just pay your taxes. Anyhow and anyway, Disney Plus has more streaming users than the total population of Canada. There's your stat of the day. <laughs> I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com or Rob Black Show. You can find Tony Mendez at bayarealonesource.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Ron Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. If you have any questions, you can always call in the show. I try to get to them as fast as I can, so you won't be on hold too, too long. Um, just don't be shy. I think that's the number one thing I could keep telling you with your money is is not be assertive. But don't sit there and be passive and just let things happen. Um, If you've made a mistake in your portfolio, there's always time to fix it until there's not time to fix it. So fix it. This recent correction quickly turned into a lot worse than that. Quickly turned into a bear market. Hopefully you didn't get too emotional. I know it happened fast. I know it's unsettling but you see them as how people could have made a mistake and gone to cash back in 2008 when the market really bellied up 50, 60% from all time highs. I know people that went to cash at down 50%. It wasn't a good idea down 30. It wasn't a good idea down 40. It wasn't a good idea down 50. Their growth portfolio got too overexposed down 60. I'm out. And then three years later, it's at an all time high two years later. Like, I'm not telling you like, what to do with your money because you're ultimately an adult, but history is there as an example on some levels. Um, I don't know. This this is a tough thing to talk about, other people's money and what you should do. Should you be fearful and greedy? Um, I didn't sell my children and get into the market at a uh, March 13th, Friday the 13th low. I didn't do it. I wasn't greedy, like, well, I'll buy you back one day, son. But then again, I also wasn't fearful and sold my portfolio and sold my children for just in case I need food money. Sorry, Chad, you're better off with him. He'll be a better daddy to you. I never get greedy. I never get fearful. Um, So I kind of missed a a couple hell of good trades. But I'm okay with that. I think I did a little bit of tinkering that I feel really comfortable with. And I did a little bit of tinkering last year at the end of the year. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You know, the things that I really hate are when you see someone like Mayam Balik says homeschooling prepared her to teach her sons during the pandemic, but wants parents to know this is not natural. And I'm like, who's Mayam Balik? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wasn't she Punky Brewster? <laughs> yes. I hate it when celebrities give advice, um, but that's just me. And you can tell that I'm tightly wound, right? 800 516 Talking about living in good times. I saw yesterday that AMD's new processor, they've got a budget processor out, a CPU, something you could build a computer with. It's now down to $100. That's a price point that 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago seemed unimaginable. Not a state-of-the-art, but compared to what was out there five years ago, this is state-of-the-art. It's a beautiful thing in when you look at the world that we're going to be able to put more and more powerful machines in people's hands because you wouldn't be able to do homeschooling in times of pandemic. You can't do schooling in Africa during a drought. There's real serious issues around the world where we need more computers in more people's hands, and I think we've learned that. But AMD has a Ryzen 3 3100 It's $100. It's 3.6 gigahertz. It's got a boost in it up to 3.9, so it's fast. Very few people other than gamers or people who are doing audio and video processing, um, CAD type of work, are ever going to need much faster. Four core, eight thread, 65 watt uh, CPU. $100. I'm a nerd. and I can tell you that that's uh, pretty awesome. So this $100 chip is faster than Intel's core i7-7700K top-of-the-line processor three years ago. So if you don't see the productivity and the gains in the world and the quality of life that comes out of things like that, you're missing it. So I know that there's a pandemic going on. I know there's a problem going on, but um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just telling you that there are some positives out there. The markets are super positive today, but they're cooling off a little bit. We knew the first time unemployment claims were going to be bad, and they were 14.7%. This has turned out to be a week that we knew the unemployment claims were going to be bad. And interestingly enough, Trump kind of said, you know, I guess if governors want to open up, you can open up. And we're starting to see some states opening up. Even the mighty state of California announced some dates for stores to open up in the middle of May. Um, I think ultimately that's a positive on economic data. Probably a little bit of a negative on health data. I don't know. I'm telling you what the market's telling us, and it's saying six months from now we like it. Because the NASDAQ's higher than it was two months ago, three months ago when this all started. Now, could it be a, a, interesting that my producer wrote this line and I hate it? You know, a V shaped recovery could become a W shape pretty quickly. And when you write letters with your children, you're like, this is the letter V. And if you wanted to make a W, you just do this. So, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt we're in a V-shaped stock market recovery. But could we dip again? I would love it if we did. Because, you know, I started the segment by saying, you know, hey, I'm not greedy. I'm not fearful. Next time we go down, I might say, I just saw it recently snap all the way up. It's like the 10 little piggies. And this little piggy went, oh, wee, 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 all the way home. I, I might get a little bit greedy next time. Eh, probably not, but maybe. Tesla aims to restart a Fremont plant as soon as Friday. One of the things working in your favor, and I've, I've, I've breached this topic, I haven't pounded it, is psychologically people don't want to miss out on a recovery. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Goldman Sachs says, company switching to Zoom instead of business travel could hit oil demand by up to 3 million barrels a day i think that's something that you could say long term zoom and pandemic is going to hurt business travel maybe won't destroy it maybe won't wipe it out maybe won't eradicate it 911 was supposed to do it too a ceo is never going to get a plane again the terrorist might run it into a building <laughs> now see he'll never get a plane again he might get a pandemic and die But I kind of like the way global oil demand, it's a little less attractive day than it was six months ago for me, for the long-term patient investor. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Have a great weekend. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial.